The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman. Dr. Bill is a TV host, New York Times bestselling author, two-time Guinness World Book record holder, fitness guru, celebrity cosmetic dentist, and philanthropist who founded the Leap Foundation. Here's Dr. Bill. Hey, Dr. Bill here. So I'm getting ready for another exciting Meet the Mentor with a wonderful woman that I just met minutes ago, and I'll tell you about her in a second. Why do we do these? Well, we are really excited. We're working nonstop to make LEAP 2022 unforgettable. We thought LEAP 2020 was going to be amazing, and guess what? (laughs) It was virtual, and LEAP 2021 was half virtual and half live. But this year, we're going full out live again, um, unless some weird variant pops up. Let's hope not. And we're going to probably have about 500 students at UCLA. We'll have about five or 6,000, we hope, virtually. Uh, the dates for LEAP this year, July 17th to the 23rd. It will be at the beautiful Palisades Ballroom at UCLA again. We have amazing speakers lined up. I've got Usher committed. I've got Richard Branson committed. I've got Paula Abdul committed. And it's going to be a great time. So if you are a student watching this, please go to our website, leapfoundation.com. If you're a parent, go to leapfoundation.com. You can get all the information you need for LEAP 2022 and sign up because we will sell out and there won't be space for you if you wait too long. So we started doing these great interviews and the thing that's always amazed me at LEAP is every time I've asked any of my celebrity patients, to speak at LEAP or be involved, they've always said yes. And we don't even pay them, you know? And we've had Paula Abdul every year, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Strahan, Hannah Brown from The Bachelor, Kathy Bates, Anthony Hopkins, Apollo Ono, um, uh, uh, Jason Alexander, uh, I mean, Usher. I mean, amazing, amazing, amazing people. And, you know, the thing that I love about bringing these people to LEAP is that students get an opportunity to not only meet them, but ask them kind of the secrets of their success. And we always say copy genius. You know, if you want to have a great career and you want to streamline it and do it as quickly as you can, look around you, see what other people are doing in that space that are really excelling and copy them, but do it better, right? So today, I'm excited to introduce you to Evie Jane. She's a Taiwanese-American litigator who has been practicing for nearly 20 years, like since birth, because she's only 21. (laughs) Halfway through her legal career, she founded and remains the managing partner of Ideal Legal Group, Inc., She focuses her practice on helping families and couples in a range of matters, including child custody and support, guardianship, legal separation, division of property, and restraining orders. Additionally, she's involved in numerous tech and legal-focused organizations and volunteers with nonprofit organizations assisting immigrants and youth from all over the world. It is with great pleasure that I introduce you to Evie. How are you, Evie? Hi, so nice to meet you. 
You too. So you're in my area. You're in Century City, huh? Well, part of it. Uh, so besides I'm a lawyer, I'm also a founder of surrogacy. So what we do is we help LGBTQIA and um, couple that having a hard time being pregnant and egg freezy, helping them to find sperm donor, egg donor, and surrogate so they can have baby or creating love, um, you know, made that dream come true. Oh, that's awesome. So you're in YPO. How long have you been in YPO? I'm, I'm pretty new. I'm a newbie, I would say. Um, this is my second year. I just barely passed second year. I joined YPO because I decided to, so one of my company, the surrogacy agency in December um, 2019. And I thought, okay, so I checkmark, I did my part, I sold the company. Now I wanted to meet more like-minded people and learn from them and how this to see. And as Dr. You were mentioned earlier, you know, copy the, Copy somebody who's doing it right. Genius. Well, wait. First, I have to explain something because a lot of people don't know what YPO is. YPO is the Young President's Organization. I joined YPO in my early 40s. I think when you join YPO, you can only get in if you have a company with 60 or more employees. I think you have to have a revenue of 15 million a year or more. And you have to be under the age of, I think, what is it, 44 or 43 or something like that? 45. 45. Okay. So when you join YPO, you can stay in the Young President's Organization until you're 50. Then you are no longer considered a YPOer. You go into YPO Gold, and they should just drop the G and call it old, which is what I'm in now. (laughs) But the real genius of YPO is is the forum. What's a forum? Well, we teach this at LEAP. It's a mastermind group. And a mastermind group is a group where you take like-minded people, you meet on a regular basis. Now, in YPO, it's usually a four-hour meeting once a month where you literally sit there with people and talk about your business, your, your life, your family, like everything. And so you have your own personal board of directors for life. So you entered YPO through your surrogacy company, right? Exactly. And, and I'd like to talk about that. I know you're a lawyer and all that, but how long did you have that company? I started it in 2014 because I wasn't sure if I wanted to have family or have a child. So one of my best friends who's a doctor and had breast cancer told me that I should a freeze. So I freeze my egg. People thought I was crazy because I was young, I was healthy, and I would just focus on my legal career. Um, you know, time passed by so quick, and I didn't find anyone. I was just so focused on my career, and I, I was sick of paying for my frozen egg cost. So finally, I decided to use it. I had to ask all my ex-boyfriend and guy friend. And anyway, so just a lot of joke, inside story to that. Some of them dropped me off so quickly. Some of them thought we're going to get back together. And then I say, no. Um, some of them thought we're going to go back to the hotel. And I said, no, we have to make an appointment. Anyway, so I finally got a sperm donor. And I had a wonderful surrogate mother. 
And so I have my son. I'm a single mother by choice. And um, so I encourage a lot of women to a freeze because it's something that they should do. It's like a buying a life insurance. And I always tell women that, you know, when you're making a choice based on fear is never the best choice. So freezing your A, there's no biological clock kicking, as people always say, um, or you stay in a bad relationship because you think your biological clock is kicking. So I really believe in doing this. And so I started a company doing that. Helping yeah, others. and I, I love this because you experienced a need, you have a legal background. And so you, you, you birthed a company to, to help solve a problem. By the way, on a personal note, we used a surrogate mother as well. Um, when I had my oldest daughter, my wife conceived pretty quickly and we never thought it, it would be an issue. Well, over the next five years, she had a series of miscarriages and miscarriages and miscarriages. And finally, our doctor said that probably the only way that you'll ever be able to have more children is with the surrogate. It turned out that the nurse who worked in the fertility clinic bonded with my ex-wife and had really easy pregnancies and said, I'll be your surrogate mother. So she, the nurse, our nurse was our surrogate mother and we had beautiful twins with, oh. um, in our second. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of cool. So, so you're kind of going through this and, you know, you saw that there was a need out there and there was a gap. So you started, I want to hear how you built this company. Because my personal experience, um, you know, thank God I'm a lawyer. So at least I can handle a lot of legal part of it. But for somebody who's going through that journey, you would get super lost because there's medical team, there's legal team, there's therapist team, there's agency, there's laboratory, there's genetic testing lab. Um, there was so many people involved. And for somebody who doesn't have the experience, personal experience, you know, or any training, it would be really, really confusing for them. Um, it's, it's a lot. And, and because what was the that, name, what was the name of your company? It's called surrogacy concierge. Okay. And you started this in what year? Um, 2014, 2014. And you grew it for how many years before you sold it? 2019 because in 2000 i think 2015 october china allowed abolished the one child policy so tons of people from china are coming to the u.s and wanted to now have a second child but many of them kind of age out which is hard for them to be pregnant again and also sex selection, um, gender selection was not allowed in Asia, um, in most country, actually, not just Asia. And in China, especially, they don't allow surrogacy um, and they don't allow a freezing unless you are a married woman. So there's just a lot of issue with that. So, so I'm yeah. really curious. So how did you start this company? I mean, you initially were experiencing the need, but how did you actually form this company? And, you know, and by the time you sold it, how many employees did you actually have? When we sold, so I was a lawyer, so I have my own law firm and a lot of agency popping out during this time because it became very popular once China abolished 
abolished the one-child policy in October 2015, I believe. And many agencies would come to me and ask me to help them to form a corporation and understand the legal agreement and so on. And I thought, you know, I'm a lawyer myself. And since all the agency come to me, why do I make a full house? So a law firm became the in-house counsel for the agency I created. So pretty much whoever client comes to us, we find a surrogate doctorate appointment, and we also were presenting them as the lawyer. So it made the journey so much easier. And that's how we started business. And in the beginning, you know, we don't have any revenue. So the law firm revenue was the one that support the agency. And, you know, my poor staff, they, they had to work for the law firm, but they also had to be the client representative for the surrogacy agency. But, you know, it turned out that most of my staff actually prefer work for the surrogacy agency because to them, they're saying it's creating love, it's creating happiness, right? Yeah. And remember, I'm a family law lawyer. So in the law firm, all you see is divorces, child custody, everybody's angry at each other. But in surrogacy agency, everybody just wanted to create a family. Everybody just want to create a little baby and love and everybody's so much nicer and loving, like just loving. So most of my staff actually prefer working with a surrogacy agency than my law firm. Oh, that makes sense. How quickly did the surrogacy agency grow? It was so fast because we were the frontier of the surrogacy agency, at least with the fat in Asia internationally. And because I can read and write Chinese and I'm a lawyer by trade. So it was, it was like, a, it, it set us apart from other agency because. I other- love that. Okay. I have to interject something. This is, you know, I'm loving this interview and I'll tell you why. You know, I'm a dentist, right? I invented Zoom tooth whitening. I'm a New York Times. I love that you as a lawyer saw this, this need, this gap. And because of your unique experience and because of the fact that you're fluent in Mandarin and because you put all this together and made a great business, then this is what I keep telling students to do. Find your strengths, you know, and if you can put those and present it and the way that you make a business that's going to be really successful is by providing a valuable service for people that they can't get anywhere else. And that's exactly. why your company grew. First of all, you as a, as a client as well, realized the need, you saw the void, you filled the void, and then you're like, okay, but now things are changing in China. There aren't a lot of Chinese speaking lawyers in the US and yeah. none had the background that you had in the whole surrogacy thing it's genius it's genius it's amazing and and do that i start getting a lot of interview and people wanted to speak with me i was on many magazines did you hire a publicist no it was okay so can i just tell you something that would have been even bigger like i always tell kids if i can only get two things into your head at least number one right don't wait for opportunities make up you clearly did that number two 
When you get a great opportunity, don't take it, master it. And you did that, right? But number three for you would have been, if you really want to explode this thing, I would have found the most amazing publicist and I would have started doing talk shows. And I mean, like, I mean, you grew already by word of mouth and stuff, but you know, like sky's the limit, really. Right. It's true. It's totally true. Because once you get an interview with one magazine or one TV show, then somehow every other TV show heard about you and start approach to you. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, I'm leaving for Paris tonight, but on Monday I have another TV interview wanted to ask me about the surrogacy baby in Ukraine. So once you set yourself apart and once you set yourself as the expert, people always come to you, ask you for advice and so on. A thousand percent. I mean, look, I was approached by a publishing company and they asked me to write a book. I'm like, I don't want to write a book. I want to write a New York Times bestseller because anybody can write a book. But how many New York Times bestsellers are there on dentistry? Yeah, one. I wrote it (laughs) because writing a book doesn't do anything. But writing a New York Times bestseller lets you book Oprah and The Tonight Show and Ellen and Rosie and all these different shows, you know, so you're a thousand percent right. You know, once you're an expert and people recognize you for that, your business explodes. Exactly. And like you said, once you can provide something valuable, something of value, um, people will want you. Your business is going to grow. People will thousand percent. So you sold this in 2019 now you're back to practicing family law. Tell me a little bit about that. So I'm still, well, I'm starting my third company, actually. Um, so the law firm is always been running because I do like trial. I actually love litigation. Um, but my passion right now has always been creating love and making difference. So we started uh, a third company in the process which to create a platform where people can find sperm donor, aid donor, surrogate directly. And it's going to be much easier. And we have all the information on the platform. So there's no more agency. There's no more like, okay, what am I going to do next? And everything's going to be transparent. So this would be a great platform for the fraternity space. And nowadays, everybody are using app, mobile. So imagine dating online. Now you can find your sperm donor, a donor directly online, and you can chat, you can see the video, and we also have a review on them. Wow, that's amazing. So the difference between this and your original, you know, fertility agency is that this is all online now. Yep. And didn't you have to to sign a a non-compete when you sold the company in 2019? It just finished. Oh, perfect timing. Yes. <laughs> That's I have super to stay exciting. On to, I have to stay on to Renzit for two years. So we're done. Yes. That's super exciting. Wow. So what's next? Well, I just wrote a children's book for, uh, it's called Unconditional Family Series. 
because I there's going to be more children that, if, if, for example, my son, um, to explain to him how he come, right? How he exists, not through my stomach. So um, I wrote a book about this is how much we love you to explain to children like my son how they come about. So um, it's going to be released on Amazon. And my second book is called <laughs> Double Love. It's about a little boy that have two dads. So there's always a bunch of children's book and family book. But, you know, the definition of family have evolved and changed over time. So where are the books for those children that doesn't fit into the old traditional family? So I'm having children book for them. I think that's amazing. I think that's really awesome. You know, we had this, we became friends with our surrogate. So we had her at our twins birthday parties um, every year while they were growing up. So they always knew that they grew in Diane's tummy, you know? Um, so, you know, it wasn't like this big shock when they were like eight years old, like, wait, what? You know, so it was a, uh, we, we just made it very normal for them right from the get-go, which I think, it, I think it's a really important thing to do in surrogacy. Um, you know, well, I love what you've done. I love what your business is. I love how you're helping people have families in a way that's really unique and novel because a lot of these people would never have an opportunity to have family without it. And uh, my hat's off to you. You're an amazing woman. No, thank you so much. I mean, I, when you, and this is another thing I would say, when you wanted to do something or create something or a, a job, I really believe you need to feel passionate about it. Um, you know, me continue creating the company or come up with a business idea is because I actually really enjoyed it. I, this is something that I feel like I'm making a social impact. So, you know, if I have to go to meeting from this time to this time, I, I don't get bothered. I'm not tired because I this is something I really believe in and something I really wanted to do. And I'm passionate about it. So I think it's important to find something that you actually enjoy and feel passionate about. I agree a thousand percent. So if any of my students listening to this are interested in contacting you and finding more about your career and your you know, and your agency and all that, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, just, you know what, just call our office and then let's, let's, I would love to have them to come. Um, we have a nonprofit for children called Raised by a Village. And a lot of them don't have parents due to misfortune, accident, health. Um, and then we, we always trying to collaborate with other nonprofits to see what we can do and to help. So it was yeah. Well, Evie, thank you so much. That was fascinating. I appreciate your time. Yeah. Hey, this is Dr. Bill. Over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash leapfoundation or on Instagram at leapfoundation. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.